My name is Simon. My name is Paul. And uh, we are Weed University Thailand. And, and uh, <coughs> we, we came up with this concept uh, about like four months ago, yeah. I would say. That was our first ideation of this community slash business. And um, we saw the legalization happening in Thailand. And of course, we we're uh, two weed guests in our uh, group of friends. And then we decided to... Uh, do something that is related to like consumption and usage. And uh, we see a lot of mis misconception and miscommunication slash understanding going on in Thailand. It's very beginning point of the legalization. We saw a lot of uh, uh, the news that doesn't really make sense. And we saw a lot of people have a bad uh, uh, mis misconception and bad, uh, what do you call it? They, they take it really negatively about cannabis and everything and the business structure itself. So we wanted to change that. We wanted to educate people about how to properly use uh, cannabis product, how to safely use, what, what group of, what kind of group of people cannot use the cannabis. There is not really recommended to, uh, the group of pregnant, pregnant women or the people who are under the, under uh, 20 years old. You can, uh, affect their the brain growth <clears throat> yeah yeah so we wanted to create a uh, safer environment and also at the same time uh since that's pretty uh community-based we on on the side we wanted to uh create some bubble hash products for uh for thai market and that's what we're doing currently uh, and that's amazing i was gonna say it's been really cool to see people finally doing some bubble hash over there and I remember when you first made the uh, Weed University account, and I was like, oh, this looks really interesting. And, like, ever since, you've probably been, like, both of you guys have been, like, some of the biggest supporters. So I really appreciate both what you both do and, like, again, following the podcast. And Thank you. So I guess one big question I ask um, a lot of our uh, interviews, I guess you could say, is, like, what was your original or, like, first experience with cannabis? Do you wanna you wanna start first? Uh, I'll go ahead and start. Okay. Oh well, I have a quite a history with uh, cannabis. Uh, I grew up in the U.S. since when I was really young, like eleven, twelve, or something like that. And then I went to this boarding school. It was the uh, Air Force Academy, and there were all these white kids <clears throat> there. Some of them were troublemakers. You know, their parents like kind of like gave up on them and then sent them to the boarding school and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then I. I was the only Asian kid, especially the Korean kid there. And then um, I hung out with a bunch of uh, the cool people. Some of them were musicians, some of them were sports player. And then they all, all uh, gather around behind the dumpster at our uh, school. And then they're trying to do something over there. So I, I was kindly checking it out. <laughs> and then I saw them like lighting some cigarette uh, some looking stuff. And then we're like, oh, what's, what's that? Let me get that. And I had no idea what weed was about back then because I was only like 12. 12, 13 at most. And then I grabbed it and then I've had an experience of smoking uh, my father's cigarette from his pocket, snake it out one or two. Yeah. And I tried it. So I thought it's not going to be so hard. And I, and I inhaled it, of course. And then boom, my life, my eyes got expanded. And I remember still nowadays that I was a drummer. I was a drum in the air. Like crazy. <laughs> it was so fun. Like just waving my, shaking my head. Time. Yeah. I was just like, and the people were like, Oh, this guy's high. Like, whoa, 
for 11 years of my life, I've never witnessed something like this. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it all started. And then, you know, I, you know, try all this old school sketchy smoking method, you know, how to smoke like a middle school students. It yes. all began from there. Yeah. So you, you kind of blew your <laughs> little brain so- a little bit. It did. It was an awakening moment for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and, uh, boy? Yeah. I, I was, um, I, I think I started from eating edibles, the kind of brownie back then in Thailand seven yeah. years ago. They're not, nothing, um, good for consume, you know, at that time. Only like brownies and underground. That's the only thing you can eat. get, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I started at, um, eating edible first and then I have a, group of people my friend they just oh you want to join you want to share the uh, one joy of thai weed that the brick weed the brick <laughs> so at time we group and um we share that joy only one joy you know five people six people it still got you high yeah that that's the first time that i got high from from me and then and back to during the covid i i had nothing to do that much we yeah, we we mostly quarantine at uh, the house and the resident. No better thing to do. No, no better thing to do. <laughs> that that's the starting point that I yeah usually use that a joint daily maybe at before my my bedtime. Okay, yeah. so you started with one joint and how many how many do you smoke per day now? Oh, I, I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah, my story was short like that. <laughs> <laughs> It is cool to kind of hear the contrast of stories of like, you know, one at a military base to having to be underground. Like, it's very interesting that like the two of you are like have an honestly very different <laughs> backgrounds. Yes, definitely. I, and I think that's one. Uh, at that time, so you know, against some rules, some. You carry on. Yeah, sorry. I am. Um, at that time. Oh, you can go ahead. Oh, okay. At that time, you know, like against some rule or regulation, here is challenging. Well, was this strict? Because yeah, I, I wasn't here very, very when strict. when the regulation was like super strict. So you go to jail. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Same same situation in Korea. I was saying right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the first time coming to Thailand and just like the regulations were pretty much like, well, the, the, the farang like rumors were, oh, if you get caught smoking, you're going to go get executed in jail. And I was like, oh, okay. I'll just, I'll ignore that for a while. Execution was, uh, was, was, uh, was an option. I mean, I think it was more just a scare thing oh, for us farang. Oh, they're just yeah. scaring all the farang off. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't come to us. A- with all your like crazy weed stuff and yeah. you know but who would have known that we realized it yeah in contrast to places like I've, I've been to Singapore like if if I got caught there then that's definitely a death sentence it's kind of crazy knowing a country that is not even that far away from Thailand has such drastically different approaches oh yeah I, I, I think you're trying to talk about Singapore case now yeah yeah, I saw that. yeah. yeah the Singapore situation is very um cruel i'd like to say but yeah it was disturbing yeah especially when you read especially the latest case the full story of just a guy that possibly wasn't even around cannabis just got murdered by the government in a sense exactly they just um they just ended one life over like a couple grams of weed i'm I'm sure it's not just a couple grams of weed but 1.5 kilogram that's what okay that's a lot of weed (laughs) (laughs) 
That's all I know. I'll try not to. Um, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's a lot oh, of yeah, weed, that, that's but uh, crazy. but still a very drastic measure for a lot of weed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's that's amount of weed that a uh, boar can smoke in a day. You know, one point five. No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're gonna have to put this to the test one day. You need a Weed University first research segment. <laughs> how much can you guys smoke in a day? How much? How much? How much can you smoke till you get OD on weed? <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to. I don't think the study will end at all. Yeah, I was talking to like a, a past guest about this the other day, and it's something stupid like you have to like smoke like. I don't know, f- like three kilograms of weed within like five minutes and have it like in an IUV drip of like pure THC. So it's literally impossible. Oh, like like it, it's, yeah. it's literally impossible. Like, I mean, you can try it, but it's not going to work. You're just going to have a big nap. You know, there is a case in Japan, uh, some dude drank, uh, I'm not sure about the exact measurement, but six or eight kilo, uh, oh. six or eight liters of water. In order to win the Nintendo Wii, there was a competition, and this guy who won the competition, he eventually got the weed and uh, uh, Nintendo Wii, not weed, W I I Wii in his hand. But but he ended up uh, going to the the hospital, and then he 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 died on no, overdosing on water oh because God. if there's like anything, there's yeah, too, too much, much of it like coming into your body, even if it's just water, like tap water, it can kill you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are afraid about the fact that you know. You get overdose with weed, and you're gonna end up in the ER, and you can end up dying from weed. But there's not many. There are not many things that cannot kill you from like consuming so much of it. You know? mm. So that's that was my opinion. <laughs> no, 100% agree. It's something I use a lot in like in not I guess in debate of people that are against cannabis, especially when there's so much other things that you can easily easily kill yourself with. And then people just, they harp on about this negative health related things for cannabis. And I think it's, it's more paranoia than anything. Absolutely. So I guess another, another question I have for you guys, I guess then is like, what, what's been some of the highlights for you? I mean, you both come from like different backgrounds in cannabis, but like Thailand has kind of become a bit of the cannabis mecca in my sense. It's a bit, bit of a holy land for cannabis, but like, well, so what's been some of the highlights for you guys so far? I know you've been to a lot of the different events, seen a lot of different shops open, stuff like that. Okay, absolutely. Uh, as you just mentioned, Thailand the center of the cannabis industry in Asia, not only Asia, but worldwidely, I, I guess it has the uh, the least regulation, in, in, a, in a good way, I would say, and uh, we have a lot of uh, technology and developments going on in, in Thailand and, and and you just mentioned about the, the the bubble hash and all this concentrates and stuff there are some of the first movers already out there in Thailand who's trying to achieve uh to, to provide a uh, good quality of concentrates uh the THC concentrate slash um other sub products and byproducts from the cannabis and I think one of the most interesting uh the trend and the movement nowadays uh, worldwide is people's People are starting to switch over to uh, one of the THC vape pods or uh, one of those disposable vape pods instead of uh, consuming from a flower itself. I we happen to find this trend uh, happening in the U.S. A lot of uh, the younger folks nowadays they they really don't like the concept of burning stuff and inhaling that smoke coming from that burnt 
uh, material. So I guess like those uh, the 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 industry and those concentration industries are very active in the U.S. because that's what the customers are demanding. And in Thailand, we see it's not quite uh, there yet because all the regulation needs to support it, and at and at the same time, it takes a lot of knowledge and a skill set to create a better product that can be compared to one of those uh, the Western products in Thailand as well. So I think. The one of the most interesting movement that's happening in Thailand right now is that the uh, first movers and smaller companies, they try to create uh, the high quality uh, cannabis concentrates using the domestic strain, domestic cannabis in Thailand. Yeah. And then that's exactly what we want to do. And, you know, the pie is still very big. So whoever's starting uh, first, we, we still have plenty of time and uh, the target, you know, consumer to share this big pie is still a blue ocean and i think we uh, we believe that is very uh positive this this industry itself yeah most definitely i think and it is really an incredible industry overall because the amount of my friends that have been able to not only like create a brand or create something from it like the amount of friends and networking they've made and the amount of knowledge that's being like shared around has been really cool it's kind of been like i said to a lot of people it's kind of been like seeing the early california days again in like a modern lens you know a lot of people kind of reminisce mm-hmm. about these old eras like the 60s early california recreational medical and then it's all kind of just happening now in a country that is so in my opinion perfect for it that it's been yes it's been amazing just to see everything grow like i don't know anyone anyone yes. that's like my friend anyway that's upset or sad like everyone is happy and excited about what's going on right so it's yeah as, as you just mentioned following exactly what the other country had uh, had to go through i was saying that's why it's an easier example we have so many successful cases that we can uh, successfully adapt and uh try to execute it in thailand so i think if the good supporting from the government and good relation forms and once we get that safe environment uh ready and go then i think we'll have so much of the potential for those uh the cannabis user and we can approach it in a very safe manner as well we can educate them most definitely and again that's another one of the exciting things is we get to see it all happen in real time again i do hope that the government kind of i mean i've got no paranoia thinking they're going to completely overturn things but again i think a little bit of regulation so we like people can work out what they can and can't do uh would kind of benefit a little bit so I've got my fingers crossed for things to continue going as amazing as they are. So as well as this is like, I, I mean, I've seen that you've been to a load of the uh, openings and stuff. There's no Siam Green open yesterday, but like what's been some of your favorite events and openings and stuff like that? Yes. Yeah, so first, um, after we established this little community, uh, our main focus was to review all those, uh, the cannabis related business, not necessarily the, uh, the, the, the dispensaries, all, but all the cannabis related businesses, such as the, uh, uh, the farmers and, and the sellers, the wholesalers, the broker in between, and also uh, all those great cannabis stores, dispensary. Of course, we review them. And then we try to read the scene first by reviewing those places. And, um, so far they're all amazing, but 
one of our most、uh, favorite place among all, I would say, that we can definitely say it's Tropicana. Yeah, it's it's little、um, the co-working space. They don't really call themselves a cannabis store nor the、uh, the dispensary, but they call themselves the uh, uh, dispensary with co-working space. And then they pretty much support all the、uh, the small、uh, startups and companies like us uh, uh, to have a proper place to、uh, share the inside with other. Cannabis-related,、uh, the business people, and also we get to uh, uh, try their、uh, weed for a very reasonable price because they're also the suppliers of their own store, and then very welcoming, very friendly vibe, family kind of vibe. So we, that's our go-to spot. That、uh, whenever we have something to discuss, we just meet up there and we just say hi to everyone and have a little sesh. And if there's any like surprise encounter, then we enjoy it as it is. So that is one of our go-to、uh, spots. But at the same time, yesterday、uh, we've been to CM Green's grand opening, and that was something else than we were、uh, familiar of. The amount of the、uh, the money that they invested, and the location, and all those、uh, the the event they're throwing, how they executed, how they planned things, it just went really, really well. And we can、uh, we could、uh, notice. Uh, right there, that this wasn't done by just one or two people. This was done by a big group of people with heavy supporting in,、uh, in the back. So they, that's why they could be able to,、uh, to pull it off. And then we saw it. We were very amazed. And then now we have、uh, it. It kind of helps open up the,、uh, the the broader point of view in terms of the、uh, the cannabis industry. There are a lot of serious players joining this nowadays. That's what we felt. And then、uh, we say it. In a very positive way as well by seeing those. Yeah, when I saw all the videos and live streams of Siam Green, I have to admit I was sat here having massive FOMO. I, I just was like, God damn it! Why can't I be back over already? Because that kind of place to me, reminded, <laughs> it, it reminded me of like some high end dispensary you'd see in Las Vegas that's had like. Hours put into design and so much. Like shout out to the Cannabox guys and everyone because it's been amazing to see something so big. Shout out, big shout out. Like it's shout out Tank, shout out everyone. Hello, such amazing people. Like you are guys are doing again, and you too. Like all of you, are, like are doing so much incredible stuff. And like I'm sat here in England, just being like, God damn it. That, that, I'm just like, oh, I need to be back. It's just, it's so incredible. I, I can see your frustration, yeah. And like, it's so cool to see the amount of different kind of dispensaries as well. Like Tropicana, I love the kind of co-working space vibe. That's what I love as well. As but there's a lot of dispensaries that kind of incorporating this community aspect. Like with the podcast, I've had like、uh, two, three. Dispensaries now say, "Oh, we're building a studio. If you ever want to come down and record," and I'm like, "Oh, okay." So it's like it's amazing that people are also branching off into the creativity side of not just, "Oh, this is a dispensary. You come in, blah 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 blah." It's it's a full on experience, and it's something I've had to kind of explain to a lot of people coming over to Thailand who are tourists and stuff because a lot of the, the kind of um mis um I guess、uh, mis Conception is like it's just a place you go to buy weed. You just go in, 
you go out, but it's not. Like, when I went to Suckham Weed especially, and went to Fat Buds, uh, it was it was an, a whole experience. Like, you get to meet the people who actually grow weed, instead of it just being a complete commercial thing. It's a real experience. Yeah, we really got to visit that one. Shout out to Fat Buds as well. <laughs> Definitely recommend visiting Fat Buds. Like, everyone there is incredible, and it's got such a weird weird in a good way unique design like it's kind of there's a lot of nostalgia there i got kind of obsessed just staring at the walls of fat buds i can see yeah fat bud is uh we we i don't know why boy why we yeah. haven't visited fat buds everybody has been telling us to visit fat buds and everybody has been giving us the very good you know reviews on fat buds and yeah. then we're even like we've been talking on you know i uh, instagram and still yeah. with fat butts but we just never found us like found a chance and time to get there i think we can put that butt in our plan this week let's let's just yeah. put it on on top of our list for yeah, this patient sure. yeah because we really cannot hold on to it anymore because <laughs> yeah i don't blame you but yeah uh fat butts we we heard a lot but and mm-hmm. i said i don't blame you putting on top of your list just just say i sent you and you'll be treated like kings and queens don't worry absolutely yeah and and then actually it's not only you but so many people telling us like yeah just say like john sent you here just say like james <laughs> sent you here like well really you guys they, they have a really serious fan base going on there you know yeah, like i've never seen a uh the dispensary that has a lot of fan base. people keep telling us to go and review and stuff yeah yeah but we definitely would but um yeah there's so many serious places up here and and at the same time it's a little bit uh sensitive subject but there are so many players in the league right now there are good ones there are uh, the the little bit you know that the, the more simple ones and it's overpopulated for sure for sure which is a, a very normal uh phenomenon i think after the uh, the new business have been in- introduced into this country but yeah i think one of those uh like like one of those um the dispensary that we just talked about i think they're definitely going to survive and remain there for sure because they have a very good fan base and they're really they're always working on their um their communities but at the same time we're expecting a lot of uh the, the other dispensary who are a little bit lacking uh will eventually gonna have to die out soon which is very unfortunate to uh watch but i think that's how everything will shift at, uh, from this point. Yeah, there are a lot of dispensaries here, man. I'll, 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 I don't know how long you haven't been here. Uh, I, I don't know how long you haven't back, uh, been back here for, but new business opening every single day I see on the street is almost crazy and scary. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Uh, when I was last over, it was October last year, and just even then, something... Every... every well, not I'm not going to say everywhere there was, but in certain places, especially like um, uh, Asok or Tonglo or kind of Ekamai way around that area, the the amount of uh, new shops that I just saw open within two weeks of being there was kind of incredible, and it makes me wonder how many of them yeah, are now the closed yeah. or like it, it was it was. It was kind of fascinating to see because it's, I've never seen a new market build in person and just everyone wanted a slice of the pie. And I think oversaturation is kind of a problem. Absolutely. <clears throat> like, I completely. Yeah, that's why I believe uh, we're in the middle of the, uh, the history 
and we're in the middle of the transition. And this is very interesting thing. And then um, we're very happy that we're, we, we're witnessing this, living this uh, historical moment in Thailand. Yeah, I'm kind of like a history buff. I, I love history. So this kind of happened like something that's my interest and watching it like unfold like you would like an early 1920s novel about um the market crashing or something or how like automobiles started changing the world it's kind of like that and you're watching it happen in real time with different businesses opening people working out their brand competing then it's just it's really fascinating it is it is it's beautiful but at the same time a little bit anxious about the current regulation and current ongoing um the plannings, whatever the government and the authority are thinking about, and whatever the uh, the the mass media are thinking about this uh, this industry and the direction of this industry is moving, and it's very interesting. It's nothing that we can um, uh, expect more than the current situation right now, but hopefully we get uh, some better regulation and safer communities. Uh, are safely provided by the government, I think it's going to be so much better than what it is right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I get kind of 50 50 about the, uh, the situation. I, I, uh, I love Thailand. I love everything that's been going on. I kind of very glad that there's now a democratic party actually voted in. But at the same time, I do worry because again, it's still politics. It's still Thai politics. And I just hope that, you know, in my opinion, the cats are kind of out the bag, so we can't go all the way back now. So I, I at least hope that that's what they re the government realizes as well. And it's just you know soft regulation. Like I don't feel like then anything needs to be overturned because again, like what I tell people is imagining a government then going completely back on all of this. So that's instantly five thousand businesses that are now technically illegal. That's hundreds of thousands mm -hmm. of people that are now technically criminals for consuming all those prisoners would have to go back in literally millions to i'm gonna say for the future billions of bar will be lost and i'm just like does a government really want to risk that because i don't think they do we don't think so either uh in addition to that they already took a very big historical step forward so um i don't think it's a smart idea to take a step back and they're going to have to uh, deal with so many more uh, of the messy things that you just mentioned, like all those, like, like the, the so-called quote-unquote criminals, like you have to deal with all those people because, you know, um, you have to send them all back to the prison and people just, uh, people who served in prison, now it's pretty disrespectful for them because now it's, everything is legalized and now they're illegalized it, then like it's going to uh, cause a mass confusion for sure. What we're demanding, uh, not demanding, what we're hoping is not the um, Ill, like illegalization of weed again, all over again. And, you know, just sending all these hundreds of thousands of people, uh, make them to lose business. But what we want is uh, like regulations, a proper regulation and proper education and proper uh, conception that people can get uh, about cannabis and all the, uh, the cannabis and the byproducts of cannabis so if, if they can uh, manage to pull that off then it's gonna be a really healthy uh the market because currently we're not the with, with this ongoing regulation i think we're doing very well there are many people trying to follow the regulation there are many people who are um uh, trying to you know have this in a long term 
there are many people who are following the regulation that the government set already because they're afraid that they're gonna end up losing their business and then like all those people they're anxious about these kind of uncertainties and i i wish it gets sorted out as soon as possible <laughs> yes i agree i kind of i don't like the limbo that we're kind of in we're just waiting to see what they say and i, I agree with everything you say i think you know, it's too complicated to go back, but like some regulations in a way are good. I mean, I've advocated in a way there needs to be a little bit of like a seed to sale system for, again, I know that's hard for um the more local grower and stuff, but I'm hoping again, it's not going to go like America where they slice out the more um less um economically wealthy people to not be able to do it. I kind of hope it still remains fair. But then I also do hope that there is, you know, for health reasons and for just regulations, that there's something implemented in some sense. Because then with that, we can move forward and then we can kind of prove things. And then maybe we finally get better outlines of stuff like extracts, which, again, will be a completely booming market that's kind of not completely tapped yet. Couple days ago, we've been to this dispensary called Pop Pop Dispensary. They recently just opened up their second location. They're very, very, uh, friendly and humble group of people. Uh, it, ru- it runs by four, uh, friends from the high school, I believe. And one of the, uh, the, the business partner, uh, Mr. Taiwei, shout out to Mr. Taiwei. Uh, we had a good conversation with him as him and his more for himself as well. And then he told us, that he's not afraid to share all of his insights slash like growing methods to the public because he supports this pie to grow and more people get into this business and more people start growing their own weed and make the competition and make the pie bigger, grow the pie. So the government is, uh, it's going to be more difficult for the government to shut down if they're trying to shut down anything regarding the cannabis industry so he's just giving out all his secret formula for free out in public and after i spoke with this guy uh i just i couldn't i couldn't help to not think of elon musk when he first came out with the electronic electronic vehicle and he just uh revealed all, all this uh engineering uh recipes and stuff like that out in public so he can grow the uh the electronic car market pool and that's what exactly what Mr. Taiwei is doing. And I think it's just brilliant. And I love how people are trying to just like help each other and grow this pie and just growing the pie itself would, would give more opportunity for those people, like the people like us. So I, I'm very happy about these kind of movements happening in, uh, in Thailand. There, there, it's, it's, it's not like free for all. It's just like we all team up and try to create this market and try to create it, create the scene together. And it's, Beautiful thing. Yeah, we saw some humanity. <laughs> 100%. I mean, it makes me think of, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but the movie Planet of the Apes, where he has like one stick and he goes, ape alone, weak, and it snaps. And then he puts a bunch of sticks together. He's like, apes together, strong, and it doesn't snap. And that's kind of my mentality is, yeah, if we all do come together and not just be these individual and it's way harder for the government, you said, but then too, it just creates the pie way bigger than, you know, people first anticipate. Right. Okay, so we spoke about politics, but I kind of want to put it on a light note for the end side, because I want to ask one thing is, what what have you guys been smoking lately that you think is outstanding? Or you can go ahead 
Well, what have you been smoking? A 1.5 kilograms of what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what we got from Tropicana last time? Um, no, I mean pop pop. Pop 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 pop. Mean, not sure on that, but it's the Sadhua with. It's a tea. Thirty-two yeah. percent of THC. It was a high yeah, THC, yeah. yeah. And you you don't remember the name of the strain, right? Sorry about that. God damn. Because we got many strain. <laughs> yeah, we. We we try to try every every single yeah. different strains in Thailand. Yeah, that's why it gets confusing a little bit. But your 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 go to strain is sativa. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It hit me um easily easier than that other strain. I see. I can see that. I can tell that. Yeah, and uh, terpene is really potent um of the weed and you um, got you got to come up with this name. I think everybody's curious oh. about this name. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's a good. What's this thing about it? Is uh, the long name mint something? Mint? I don't remember anything. Yeah, yeah. My uh, favorite that I recently smoked was the uh, this uh, this this grower uh, named Anonymous Grower. Uh, shout out to Anonymous Grower. Uh, his this, this French guy. We talk about this many times because you like it. Yeah, I really love it. Like, I really yeah. love it. Yeah, uh, he he brought in some seeds of the. Uh, what do you call it? The frosted onion strain, strain, and then it, it's he claims to he claim he claims that uh, it's very popular strain in Europe, like in Spain and stuff like that. The frosted onion, and then it was one of the best. It contains one of the best characteristic. Like it has a very distinct uh, terpene that I cannot even describe, but I can kind of see why they call it an onion because it kind of does have that spice. There's popping spiciness into it when you just smell it with your nose, and then when you smoke it, it's just so so smooth. And then he even made some bubble hash using those uh, the, the the frosted onion strain. Mm. And then the, his his hash was one of the best hash I've ever had, and it it just smokes very smoothly. It's very sticky, and it contains hundred percent of his terpene profile. And it was it was awesome. It was so frosty. I was, Outside, all the uh, tricone was covering it. So yeah, if if anybody's listening to this and they you want to smoke something something new, something special, yeah, go to uh, anonymous farmer and tell them, uh, anonymous grower and then tell them about some uh, the frosted onion. Yeah, and it's it was it was a it was very nice experience. <laughs> did you did you come over? No, no all right, she, so she doesn't have the name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. It's okay. Like um, what, there was one moment when I was over in Bangkok and I got back to my hotel and I just had bags of samples of stuff and i was like i um i've got i guess i've got to work out what this is <laughs> yeah that, that's another thing like wherever we go we get a lot of i mean we're not trying to like be an ass about it but you know we, we get a lot of free free stuff you know, here and there wherever we visit you know it's it's a great thing like uh we, we get recognized people recognize our uh the ig and community and stuff and they don't recognize us of course but whenever we mention about our uh the little community they're like oh it's with university well, let me hook you up with like grammar two and then they 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 give us like dispensaries and businesses and uh, farmers they all hook us up with very very uh good stuff all the time so it, it was it was a little bit difficult for us to distinguish every single type of weed yeah <laughs> yeah i i know the feelings like I, I again, I like. I can remember being given the weed. I remember being told. I remember the person, but do I do I remember the name? Why do I always forget the goddamn name? <laughs> like 
I think I should start to carry around a pen with me and just any time anyone gives me a sample, just either write it on my hand or on the bag. Exactly. Especially when you're high, it's really hard to uh, memorize every single names and stuff. And then, you know, I, I remember people by their face as well. But whenever I meet them for the second or third time, I'm like, oh, what was their name? Boar, what was their name? And then Boar's like, I don't fucking know. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Already, maybe. Past three, yeah. four months of our life, we met so many amazing people to yeah. the point that we cannot remember like all their names. It's crazy. <laughs> it was it, same for me in Bangkok. I I only had two weeks, and the amount of people I met, and the amount of places I went, I some of it I can't even remember because it was so much. And people don't like believe me when I was like, "Oh yeah, I probably visited like twenty five different places within those two weeks," and I was like. Oh, okay. You did your research. <laughs> I, I was just, I, oh, God. You, you, I, I had some American friends come over that I was kind of tour guiding some of the temples to as well. And I just had to bounce off like every couple of hours and they're like, where are you going? And I'm just like, it, you wouldn't understand. I'm busy. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. That's what exactly what's happening to us. And then you. No, we're we're both full time workers as well. We but we work at corporates, and then we're doing this as like a little side hustle slash like enthusiasm. So, uh, so far we're happy doing this. I mean, you guys are doing it amazingly. Like I always look forward to every like the little video you post because again, I love that you guys have actual edited videos and stuff. Because some people they kind of like just go live and then publish a live, and I'm like, I can't watch 13 minutes of you wandering around first but there's the precise <laughs> aside from my gripe yeah, we, you know we try to have a point. yeah you do it really well and like again i have to admit like a lot of like my lists of places i'm going to visit next have came from a lot of your recommendations so <laughs> we're so happy we cannot be more happier than this yeah it's crazy yeah, like, uh, I think, like, anytime people ask me, like, oh, I'm coming over to Thailand, like, oh, what, where do you recommend, uh, instead of, like, d- directly recommending a dispensary, I'm just like, listen, just follow High Thailand, follow Weed University, follow Cannabox, you'll, you'll, those are your free, like, go-to best sources to just working all this out, trust me. Cannabox is going crazy. They're stepping up their game so much. They have so many collaboration and they have so many upcoming collaboration and, and all those database that they have built in their website. Whoo! They're, 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 they're the true, um, startup, the cannabis startup in Thailand. Shout out again. <laughs> oh, definitely. I've seen some behind the scenes stuff and like, I was like, damn, I need to upgrade my camera equipment. These guys, uh, I need to bring more stuff over. <laughs> Yeah, these these guys like they they got some serious equipment. Like they got gimbal and they got camera, you know. They, but we university we only use iPhone fourteen plus. <laughs> the yeah, it's the latest yeah, version. Yeah, we upgraded our uh, phones dedicated to the community. Yeah, uh, I've done the exact same thing. So <laughs> yeah. exactly. And, um, sometimes all you need is a little mobile phone, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's sometimes, you know, I mean, it's actually incredible what you can do with a phone now. Like, I pretty much, like, aside from recording, have ru- running a podcast just off my phone. And so that's an interesting experience. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Technology with cannabis. It, 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 I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of people will challenge with uh, technology, adapting ca- technologies into uh, cannabis. And that there are a lot of people already started it uh, in Thailand as well. They're first movers. So we're very happy to see, like, how 
this thing uh, taking another step forward, you know, into the serious business and market. It's a crazy thing. Yeah, definitely. It's been interesting, like, again, with the technological side of cannabis in Thailand. Like, I know people who've started their own kind of, like, they're working out making their own, like, dry vapes. Um, I know people that are really getting into the science of it and like um there's like the prem previ cup coming up i know they're doing like actual uh like testing the cannabinoids and stuff of strains and to see that happen really quickly for thailand was really cool to see because even yeah. even in like some areas of america they don't fully test exactly the way that like i've seen some places in thailand do and that's amazing Definitely. I, it's, it's funny because we just happened to hear yesterday that some of, some group of people are actually, uh, teaming up with Julalongkorn University. Yeah. And then they're, uh, testing their, uh, the products. I don't know what kind of test they're going through, but they are joining up and, uh, they're teaming up and doing something together with the Julalongkorn University. So it was, it was really interesting for us to dig, uh, deeper into what's going on with this academic, academic facility and uh, the cannabis industry what we can do on, and what what are the possibilities and all it's it's very interesting yeah i think it's again like one thing that people don't think of fully when they think of the cannabis industry is like yeah there's going to be like the growing and sale of flour that's kind of the baseline but there's so many different aspects in this industry going from the creative side to the scientific side and i think as well with like how scientifically especially medically orientated thailand is it's going to be really interesting to see what's going to come out with different studies different research into cannabis you know thailand is very very i'm not going to say advanced but very hard working medical so not even just the kind of growing and sale and cannabis culture there yeah. it's going to be really cool to see what does come out with the medical and science side absolutely people in thailand should be very proud of proud of themselves about the fact that Thailand currently has the number almost the uh, top leading uh, the research about the medical cannabis especially the CBD the plants and and their strains and they're making so many products using those kind of medical uh, the strains and uh, we're literally leading uh, in in this world and in, in, in this uh, the business category and we're uh, I, I heard they're expanding to Japan about the CBD drinks and CBD uh, the, the medicines, and we met uh, some of the farmers. They strictly uh, grow the medical purpose marijuana. They have a medical license and all. And seeing that side of the business expanding and growing, and you know, creating another pie for people to share, and it's it's just very beneficial for everyone, not only for the sellers, not only for the farmers, but for the consumer the medical patients and people even people like us it's going to be really beneficial for us to put a agenda of cannabis usage in this direction in thailand this is a very smart move and this is a very important move at the same time and we strongly support it most definitely it's it's overall incredibly exciting times like i i, I i've said it a lot but just I just am excited to come back and just see how things have even got even more further. Like, I love, like, listening to it from people, but I just can't wait to experience it again and see how much, especially how different the North is from Bangkok. If people don't know, I'll be going to Chiang Mai. But yeah, like, I'm so excited to come back. And I just wanted to say thank you again, both of you coming on the podcast. And just kind of, like, the last roundup question would be that I kind of give to everyone is, uh, what, what do you want people to know? about cannabis that you don't 
well, cannabis in Thailand that you don't think everyone knows? If I would tell you what do we want to share with uh, the regular people, right? The people in Thailand about the cannabis? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's just like alcohol and cigarette. I think it's a uh, similarity is more towards to alcohol, uh, the products in Thailand. I think it's very, it's very personal, just like those, uh, the, the crafted cocktails and crafted beer. It's very personal. It really depending on like your current mood and current situation and many different cannabis strain can give you many different kinds of effects, uh, caused by the terpene profile that they have. So, it's a, there are a lot of interesting aspects. Only you're smoking these green plants and get high and do some stupid things, just like like as you see on the movies and things like that, and the media. But try to make it more personal. Find the right person to guide you through your uh, medication and guide you through the proper uh, usage. Guide you through the proper tools and the methods of consuming your uh, cannabis product. If you can be able to meet somebody who and uh, guide you through all this kind of stuff and make it as personal. Make sure you're uh, in a in your safe zone and your safe mental health, uh, mental state. Then uh, it will only enhances you to go through all these stressful life, and it can be a little getaway uh, activities for you on the weekend. So I understand why people are having a, a negative uh, conception towards marijuana and cannabis and its byproducts etc etc but if you actually sit down and give yourself five minutes to maybe get to know a little more about what can happen from uh, consuming marijuana products then you can have a very safe and uh, healthy cannabis uh, consuming exercise from 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 that aspect so I just want to tell people to uh, get to know more about what's going on <laughs> Most definitely, man, and I think that was probably one of the best answers I've had to that question. So thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, and and boy, do you have any comments to tell people about weed? Your perception of weed, or your message to people about weed? I think it's not that um bad, right? Maybe we can use uh in the positive way to uh release your stress sometime or. Some, some people use Idiga to help them to sleep well yeah, and deeply. So we have many benefits that we can use from um, marijuana or cannabis, even CBD. Yeah, we, we have many forms of, of product that we can use. Um, people don't like, people that doesn't smoke, they can um, eat the edibles or maybe they can use the syrup, the oil. Or even the web is easy to to use. Vaping is easier, yeah, yeah better method. Yeah, sure many, yeah. So I think um, they they need more education on this. That not only the negative side of using marijuana. Yeah. Nice. You just came back from bathroom, but you have a similar answer with me. Oh, <laughs> we have the same. <laughs> She's psychic secretly. Yeah, she 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 knows what's going on. She just doesn't like to speak a lot. <laughs> no, but again, both beautiful answers, guys. And thank you on the podcast. I, I'm gonna link your Instagram and everything. Yeah, thank you so much. This is awesome. We had a wonderful, wonderful uh, Sunday afternoon spending with you. It's a lot, man. And like, I'm looking forward to hopefully soon seeing you guys in the real world. Bangkok. Yes, let's 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 have a session Bangkok with. Sh- 
Sure, we we will smoke you up for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to it, and I'll take you up to that challenge. We can we we can do the research of who smokes the most. <laughs> Absolutely, we're definitely gonna do the competition on who gets OD'd first from a week. <laughs> <laughs> I won't publicly advertise that competition, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, that's pretty against the what we want what we're trying to create safe and safe and uh, healthy consumption it's a bit extreme <laughs> yeah uh, anyone listening take it in jest <laughs> absolutely yeah, free fall do it at your own risk 100 percent. but yeah thank you guys and like i hope you have a beautiful rest of your day i know you've got a few more hours ahead of you but yeah thank you again thank you so much for your time and your uh, hospitality and we've enjoyed show so much and we'll definitely follow up and share a like and subscribe on whatever you're doing and uh let's uh catch up next time man 100 percent, man thank you again and yeah i'll i'll let you guys enjoy the rest of your day now thank you so much you're welcome bye guys bye bye